is Sports Arena's Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV episode one all the way to 401, every pay-per-view special and ECW on TNN in between or just ECW on TNN as we wrap up the year that was 1999. <laughs> I know it's kind of really weird and spill this week. But um, yeah, this week, we're looking at ECW on TNN, but we'll get into that. But first of all, we've got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What is happening, Jay? We are. We are. We are. We are looking at the last episode of 1999, which means from here on in, we will be into the last year of ECW. And it's kind, it of, it's kind of sad. You know, we, we spent the last however many years saying we'll effing get there. And and we're almost there. It's it's not long left now. No, it's um yeah, it's very much sort of final countdown. I think it still works out a year's worth though. I was going to say, you know, because I, I I was going to say we we may not be here for a long time, but we've got to be here for a good time. And then I realised, well, yeah, I mean, we we probably still have about a year's worth of content though, with all of the <laughs> specials in between. So it's all right. The extreme. Extreme ride still going, so do not worry yet. Uh, Obviously, there's WWE CW. Oh, Jesus, we'll get there. I think, um, <laughs> I think Griff loved that. <laughs> the <Who>? Griff. <laughs> he wants to talk about the zombie. Um, yeah, so basically, we thought it would make sense, as obviously the festive period is upon us to just wrap up the year or wrap up their year and wrap up our year to sort of by doing this. So we do this and we'll try and do some best of worst offs, then come back in the new year and pick up in 2000. It makes perfect sense. That way we can make sure that all of our equipment doesn't get affected by the Y2K bug. Oh, I forgot this is happening, isn't it? Break the wall oh, down. Oh yeah, well, it's going to end. Like, right. you know, <laughs> Poor, poor 2000. They thought they had an apocalypse on their head. Uh, Little did they know. Little did they know how happy we are being in 1999. Take us um, back. Yes, this is episode 19, December the 30th of 1999. East WTNN kicks off with Impact Players telling Tommy Dreamer he better hope that he's saviour is back by January the 9th. And then um, Justin Incredible gets in his being guilty as charged line again. Yes. So name. this obviously is, is referencing the fact that at the end of last week's show, they crucified uh, Raven, hung yeah. him up by a string on the, the entranceway and um, beat him um, and, and crucified him. Um I've got to say very quickly, um, I really hate this time of year where every promo has to get in the name of the um, of the pay per view coming up. It yeah, I mean, frustrates me when we have this kind of like you know, and I will be guilty as I mean, you don't do it on anything else. I am. Summer Slam. (laughs) 
It's true, they do it with um, Living Dangerously, didn't they? Yeah. They tried to get their, their buzz words in there. You know? And I will make sure that anarchy rules. I find this all, um, this one slightly strange because they, obviously they want to think that you saw last week's, but if you hadn't, this promo is, doesn't really tell you anything. It's very like, you know, tells you enough, but doesn't really tell you a lot, doesn't mention sort of a lot of it. And then they show the video afterwards when I felt like I could have shown the video first. Yeah. And give you a better understanding. That's minor details. So we get that. We do. You would think it would be the other way around of like, here's what we saw. Here's how it went off the air. Yeah. My God. And then you've got, you know, in step the, the, the impact players to, to boast about it and make their comments. You think, um, but um, yeah. yeah. So okay. we then did see the footage of obviously what Jay was talking about of Raven and they're getting crucified and battered and, you know, I'm going to kill you and all that, all that stuff. Um, Joe and Joel making to the ring. We get the normal um, Joe Gertner sort of promos. This brings out Mikey Whitbreak, who comes to the ring. Before he gets a chance to speak, he's interrupted by the Impact players again. Um, so, if, so Joey Styles begins this with, um, you know, welcoming Mikey back. You know, he's an ECW fan favorite. He's, he's you know, loved... Um, you know, and it's great to see him back after he's taken a year off to go and work somewhere else. Um, so there's always there's already this kind of like slide dig, and everyone's booing EC, uh, WCW and everything. Um, and then the impact players come out. Yeah, the impact players come out. Um, basically, ask Mikey if he wants to sell out again to make him a little going to WCW dig which is funny because Lance Storm will be there in less than a year. Well, so this is, so right, so this bothered me. This really annoyed me. And part of this is because it's still the, um, well, I'll start with the small annoyance and then I'll move on to the big one. So the small annoyance is I'm going to pay you to take him out. Yeah. Is an overdone ECW trope. Yeah. Wrestlers paying wrestlers to fight wrestlers is drastically overdone in ECW. Um, secondly, you know, come on, Mikey, what do you say? You've sold out before. Mikey, I know you sold out last time, but not again. Come on, Mikey, you've already sold out once. What is it? What's, what's the problem with selling out again? This whole thing being that he's gone to EC, uh, WCW. At this time, so Taz has just left. The Dudleys have just left. We've had um, uh, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow leave. Um, we know that a lot of these people leaving are because checks are bouncing. So the fact that Mikey has sold out by going to a company that actually pays their wrestlers yeah. really bothers me. On top of the fact that every single person who goes gets such a rough time coming back just absolutely shocking how much punishment someone daring to go and work somewhere else and come back gets yeah I think it's rough and um, 
obviously we know he does, you know, hook up with Tajiri and turn it round and all yeah, that. But God, yeah, but he has to good. serve his penance again. So I'm saying, well, I mean, Sandman's still serving his. Yeah. Did Sandman really ever get out of his? And it's where he was before. You know, he'd obviously, as we speculated, he'd obviously given his notice. He'd obviously said he was on his way out because he was he was booked like absolute shit before he left. And he's come back and he's taken up the same spot. Yeah, it's just unreal. Is this 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 guy? As much as other companies, you know, sort of criticise it, I think this guy's so over. He's so over. You know, you're desperate for. People, I mean, right? Maybe they don't fit, but put him against Mike Awesome. It would, it would be a thing. I mean, the stuff he's doing isn't awful, but it's just every time he gets murdered by Rhino, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with losing to Rhino because I get it. Or just incredible, or Lance Storm, or whoever else. But you can't just if you lose every time, you have no value in who in. You know, losing, Joe. I mean, it's, it's it's like you're not beating anyone because it's just like, ah, oh, getting the rub. It's like, well, no, actually, they beat everyone. They've lost yeah. to everyone. So what is this credibility, you know, when they're losing constantly? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the same as like we said, like, you know, you see like RVD will struggle with someone that's spike beating 30 seconds. And it's just like, you know, there's just ways almost to do it because you're sort of taken away from RVD and it makes no sense. I know it's like better long matches, but still, isn't it? It's very nice. No, yeah. It's just peculiar, some of it. It really is. You you start to... You start to see glimpses of, like, people would say that um, Paul, Paulie would sort of become burnt out in the last year and stuff like that. Because you know it's all on here. Yeah, and, it's, there's, there's and it's, it's this one weird one-man show of so much going on, and you know, so many pieces of responsibility and all the rest of it. But um, absolutely, I mean, it is just a little bit starting to creak, isn't it? Um, and there's yeah, a few like... bits where you know it's just a bit either unoriginal, and we'll we'll get to bits of that. Or um, uh, and yeah. un- unoriginal in the sense of it was original when they did it the first time, and now it's the 120th time. It kind of loses its shine slightly. Yeah, um, like um, I understand Dreamer not really ever to want him to be world champion. I get that, but I, I felt like a-, a Dreamer sort of going for it is quite. Um, a good story, you know? Yeah. In a weird way. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not horrendous. It's just kind of weird. So basically we do get... It just, um, yeah, it's frustrating that that's the the way they're telling the story. Um, you can have, you can do this in a million ways that hasn't got... Come on, Mikey. You've already you know, sold out for the money once by going to someone that actually pays you. Yeah, it's, it's just rough because it's, it's very much just like sort of on them and it's not really like, it's just not needed. And the thing really. is, you could you could turn around and say, but the Impact players are heels. 
So, you know, the fact that they're doing a heelish, snide little thing, the impact players are heels. And you would be absolutely right. Yeah. Joey Styles isn't. Joey Styles starts this line. Joey Styles continues it. What? You're not going to sell out again, are you, Mikey? No, it's um, it, it's just it's just a rough attack. It's not needed. Um, Raven comes out for his match with Mikey again. Without being overly critical, literally the beginning of the show about you know about four minutes ago, he had the Impact players telling Tommy Dream that he better pray that his save will be back by January the ninth. Well, guess what? His save is in the first match. So he's not even kept off TV. He doesn't really look like he's his head's not bandaged. You know, there's nothing that just... They didn't say this was filmed before. They didn't say, oh, this was a couple of weeks ago. It's very much treated as if, like, this is the week after. Yeah. So, yeah, his saviour is back. Next segment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the match itself, nothing spectacular, but nothing awful. It's good to see these two sort of go at it. I didn't mind. It's nice to actually see a Raven match. I'd say this is the first yep. proper Raven match we've seen since he's been back. Yes, so uh, was... definitely his first singles. He's done yep. some spots in tag, but nothing drastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Mikey's great. You know, Raven's amazing. Um, Albeit, you know, moving a little slower than than he did his first run, as you'd expect. Yeah. Um, no, it is a really good match. It's a real fun throwback match. Mm. Um, Mikey gets on the mic at one point and tells the fans that, you know, just because he's a 26 year old who still lives with his mum, doesn't mean he's a baby. Um, so bless him. That seems to be the gimmick that they're trying to turn him heel with. Um. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun little match. It is. Um, Mikey's such a legend. I would love him to get a second run as a, a thing. I know they love this underdog story, but God, he's fucking unreal, you know? Yeah. He's so unbelievably talented. It's unbelievable. So, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a shame that he didn't get a shot with um, Tajiri in the Fed as a tag team or something. Yeah. I know that he was um, he was pretty beaten up. Yeah, which is why a year in WCW where he doesn't have to go through a table every night probably wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, so Raven picks up the win. We then get a backstage segment with Francine basically saying to Dream about helping Raven. And Dream is, Dream is kind of almost doing Raven's gimmick where he's sort of off sulking. And... So this was really weird because you've got to help Raven. And this is just after Raven's been double teamed by the Impact players. Yeah. Tommy Dream has run out and made the save. And then we go back to the back. And it's like, you've got to help Raven. So well, I just did. Well, I, in that case, I'm going to help Raven. And then we never see Raven again. So was he passed out? <laughs> is, he, is he banging his head on the wall again? You know, does he need help picking out a tie? Just need help. Yeah, so it feels almost like this should have been the segment cut in to, you know, 
the, the impact players are, are surrounding the ring and you've got to help Raven. Yeah. I also, and I, you know, this is, this is very objectifying of me. Um, Francine in a sweatsuit. You know, like joggers in a sweatshirt. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Got to the show. They've they've just taken away everything about her. She's um she, she again she's in a weird place. I mean, obviously we know she jumps with um just incredible, and I don't think that's going to come soon enough. No, I really don't. No, I mean, I mean there's there's an element that she works better as a heel than a face, and I'll accept yeah. that. But just the the afterthought she is attached to Tommy. I mean, I almost want her to go with Raven because at least you know he'll give her something to do. Um, it's just it's it's the weirdest to the point of even kind of you know that that you know absolute attention grabbing body confident you know, all the guys want her and she's with me persona that she had when she was the head cheerleader. Yeah. She's now in, in sweatshirt and, and track pants. She's just, yeah. you know, just, just someone out the back. Yeah, no, I agreed. It's just, um, yeah, just, just sort of, just done very, very strange and very again pointless segment. Just to get more people on TV for half a second. It felt right. Um, we get Judge Jeff Jones talking to Mike Awesome. Then tonight is the night you're gonna get your belt back. Awesome's up for it. Awesome tells him to shut up because he's concentrating. Um, which I quite enjoyed. I, I, I was, I was all right with, with. Um, you know, I, love I don't the need your shit. Tail at the moment. It's, um... Yeah. Is working for me. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. This is a look that I, didn't, I never knew I needed, but here we are. So it's um, it's decent. Um, next match: Tajiri versus Super Crazy. Go straight into it. <sighs> All right. So here's the thing: we've seen this match a million times. We're not disputing that. Every time they have a match, it is outstanding um, and a pleasure to watch. Not disputing that. I just feel like the history of these two. I wanted a, I wanted a build or something. You know, this could be a paper. Uh, there is, or they could have been. You know, show me a clip of their past, like a little montage of how amazing the match up next is going to be. Or do you know what I mean? Something along those lines yeah. to basically say up next is one of ECW's greatest feuds. Going at it again. You know, these two are destined to fight forever, kind of. Yeah, and that was the phrase for me. Fight forever is the, the you know, they feel like they are a pair yeah. that will fight forever. In the same way as Tanaka and Awesome, in the same way as RVD and Jerry Lynn, RVD and Sabu, uh, Taz and Sabu, it feels like a fight forever kind of pair. It doesn't yeah. I, I feel like we need a kind of like a a decision to take it, you know, three months, six months off of this match. Yeah. And then bring them back rather than 
ah, we've got 20 minutes on TV. Let's put these two out there. Um, yeah, I mean, again, there's other people for them like to wrestle. Touring around, you put this show on the card for touring because if you go to ECW, it's a big tick on an ECW match you wanted to see. You know, it's like a legendary match you're seeing live. You'd be buzzing for it. But, I mean, you've got to put it on TV all the time. You know, for the people coming to the house shows and that, who haven't been to ECW all the time, yeah, give them this match every night because it's a match that you're just like, holy shit, we're seeing Tajiri versus Super Crazy. This is like ECW bonkers. Totally get that. But I don't know, it just didn't... I mean, like we said, is the Jerry Lynn Tajiri angle done? For the moment. But, yeah, well, uh, you well, know, yeah. if it is, and, and I don't know whether Tajiri's ended as a face or a heel, but why not have Tajiri be the one that's paid to go after Raven and then we could have Whipwreck and Super Crazy. Yeah, which again would have been ridiculous. Um, Just also, different. Exactly. Everyone's very much caught in their little bubbles at the moment. And it seems really weird that you can't get out of them. Yeah. Like Mike Awesome, the, the strangest thing he sort of did was get involved with the Baldies, which is probably one of the most enjoyable bits I've seen in recent weeks from him. With the exception of incredible matches with um, Tanaka, but you know what I mean. And, and again, you know, the thing is, because we, we'll get there shortly, I, again, not taking away from Tanaka and Awesome, um, but I'd love to see something other than just Tanaka and Awesome. Well, yeah. And, you know, I know how good Tajiri can be. I know how good Super Crazy can be. I need to see them do it with other people. I think so, massively. Um, Tajiri does pick up the win so I don't know what the score is now I think it's 13-9 to Tajiri it, it will be exactly down the middle so whoever wins the last match wins the feud <laughs> exactly no doesn't matter at the moment it's the last match is the in, is in the, the same way it was with Taz and Sabu in the same way it's been with Awesome and Tanaka these things always just so happen to, to land exactly 50-50. Yeah. Um, in the same way it was with, with uh, Tommy Dreamer and, and Raven, which is why when he won finally, it meant so much. And he doesn't have to beat him up again. You know? He's nice enough to win <sighs> that once. Uh, main event time, Mike Awesome versus the champion, Masato Tanaka. I will say these guys don't disappoint. This did have a big match feel. Yep. Um, it, it ticked boxes. Knowing that they always deliver, I was buzzing for this. I wasn't disappointed. I promised last week that I, I remembered that the power bomb at the end was crazy. And this was the one I was thinking about. Yep. Because um, the power bomb it was crazy. The match itself, though, not dissimilar to matches they've had before, but still yeah. phenomenal. I mean, this thing's exactly the same as, as Super Crazy and Tajiri. Yeah. The chemistry that they have is absolutely undeniable. Yeah. The, the willingness they are between each other to, to really kind of, you know, trust each other, to really just kind of go for it. Just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, but I mean, uh, we've we've seen it 
a lot. And this is one of the better ones, but it's one of a lot of ones. Yeah. No, it's, um, you know, it was amazing. I mean, Mike Olsen did win, did ret- uh, did get the title back. Um, the Powerball. Now a two-time champion. Now, two-time, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because you kind of forget he's a two-time champion. Even though it's obviously just the space of a week, it's still a pretty cool kind yeah. of thing to, to do. And again, to a slightly more elite group, you know? By, by a very elite group, yeah. Very few repeat champions in, in ECW. I, I mean, Taz wasn't. Um, again, you know, us watching this through pay-per-views uh, would not have, did not realise that that there was this change on TV because, you know, the pay-per-view before this, he was he won the championship and the pay-per-view after this, he's still the champion. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm yeah, not but, sure. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I appreciate it's a Christmas Eve show, and they did it to get a little bit of interest and you know pop the numbers slightly. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not a huge fan for of the the you know drop the belt, win it back the next week. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know if it was just to increase house show numbers in a whole of that anything can happen and these stuff is crazy to boost ratings. Um, uh, so I sort of understand. Right? I, I think it may be too soon that she win it back a week later. You know, these could have held up to the pay per view, but um, I can understand they're obviously trying to improve ratings on TNN. Yeah, right? they probably thought this is a way to shock it. Really, Marty Shawn Michaels out the crowd winning the IC belt kind of vibe of it all. Um, yeah, basically the power bomb is awesome. Is up the top turnbuckle with Masato Tanaka. They're facing out towards the crowd, and he kind of almost comes backwards and does like a sort of, it's almost like a Batista bomb kind of, mm. but through the air backwards. It's mental. We'll post it on um, Instagram and and Twitter or something the best we can so people can see this because it's it is carnage. Um, so he wins. He celebrates as he celebrates. Um, Spikes music hits. I thought great facials here from Mike Awesome. He wasn't scared. He just did very much this like, oh, for fuck's sake, you again. Yeah. And I, I felt like it was the right story to tell. And um, yeah, I enjoyed that. And it led to Spike coming out. Spike was almost taken out instantly. He didn't really stand much of a chance, which I thought was, again, interesting. He sort of almost tried to get the upper hand and then it just was taken out fairly quickish, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It, it kind of looked like it was going to be kicking the balls as a drop again, but it didn't quite work out. Uh, so he's getting beaten up, which brings out his girlfriend. Apparently. Which is the woman that we saw dressed like him in the crowd a couple of weeks ago. Yep. One time. Uh, she hits the acid drop on Judge Jeff Jones. She's there sort of celebrating. And Mike Awesome absolutely fucking murders her. <laughs> um, yeah, a hell of a uh, 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 a clothesline. clothesline, but needed to be. Needed to be. Yes. Yeah. Again, I got like no real. 
issue with that because I felt like he had to sort of make it believable to, you know, break down this Spike character and see a side that you hadn't seen from him. You know, it sort of gave a good sort of character um, evolution for Spike because this giant killer is now showing a bit of vulnerability and now it's not about it. You know, it's a bit more personal and all that. So I didn't didn't really mind it. And then they beat up um, like Spike was going to get his revenge with an acid drop and Mike just threw him straight from the table on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Um, Again, oh, brilliant. Absolutely it, brilliant. Well, it is because you you built up this whole like he's gonna get yeah, no no, so that sort of you know all worked out. So I thought that was decent as well, to be fair. Um, and that was the end of the show. So diving straight in, what did you think, and what was your match of the week? So allegedly, ECW Spike Dudley's girlfriend was part of the ECW ring crew or production staff and wanted to get involved in the action. So she asked if she could work an intergender spot against Mike Awesome. Backstage, she told Awesome to hit her as hard as he could um, to get the spot over. She actually had dentures. Uh, the blood was gimmicked. Uh, I think you can tell the blood was gimmicked. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so so that was kind of you know how the the, the teeth got knocked out and whatever else. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, ring crew apparently production team. Um, I uh, so I'll I'll kind of do that the other way around in the sense of my match of the week this week I think was um, Raven versus Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, and part of that's the nostalgia. And part of that's because the other two matches, as good as they are and were, I, I'm, I need a, I've got a little bit of fatigue of them. Yeah, and Raven's first is return, so that's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is, especially considering I'm, I'm such a Raven mark. But um, you know, Tajiri and Super Crazy is always a fantastic match. Tanaka and and awesome is always a fantastic match but they're always a fantastic match maybe two or three weeks apart yeah you know tanaka and awesome we saw last week it 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 just feels a little bit overbaked um yeah no i get that i do and I think that was my, my, my main issue with the show was as much as it's new stuff, two thirds of it didn't feel like new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It, uh, I think you've made the right choice. It is. I mean, the, the shows overall, I mean, they, they picked up some of the key matches. Um, I don't know, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's an end-of-year special, so I think they went with a couple of heavy hitters. If I'm honest with you. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're still desperately trying to get the audience. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to do the matches that grab. <clears throat> Big time. But that is 1999 in the books. Like I said, we're lining up a best of, worst of that we're trying squeeze in, which would be pretty good. Um, when we come back, I 
think we'll be heading straight into a Mount Rushmore, which obviously every 25 of their episodes, we do a Mount Rushmore of who we think stood out and been important to the show. Not just people we like, people that have all around sort of added value and, and stuff like that. We're prevalent uh, on TV. Tech, tech teams count as one space. It's true. It's weird to say that. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of fun shows coming up as we go into the, the final stretch and this extreme journey as we go into the final year. So it's going to be interesting to sort of to see the bits, how it all sort of plays out. Um, check us out on social media at underscore sports arena. Get involved in the conversation. Keep liking us in posts. If you remember a pay-per-view, if it's the anniversary of a pay-per-view, if you've made some custom figures, if you found your old ECW shirt, tape anything just tag us uh, we love to see it we will repost it and um, it's always all ECW memorabilia because it does bring back some great memories for everyone and, yep uh, about three-ish weeks four-ish weeks depending on how the timings line up away from the next pay-per-view guilty as charged um, yeah some incredible stuff coming in, in 2000 for us to watch um it's going to be a hell of a, a hell of a run as we aim towards the end. But until then, just like RVD, that was the whole fucking show.